0: Things are getting a little dark. I guess I'll take my leaves off. Yeah. A la Adam
1: and Eve, you know. Did they take their leaves off? When it got dark? Maybe. I don't know. I think they ate from that tree and damned us to hell for all of eternity. Fans of the Bible (laughs) will get that joke.
0: (laughs) Fans of the Bible. to start in the obvious place today which is that we have a playoff team.
2: Oh my god.
0: Wow. A playoff baseball team, folks. Uh the Philadelphia Phillies have done the improbable, the seemingly impossible. The seemingly impossible, the unthinkable?
2: I mean, if you've been following the show and you've kind of felt the roller coaster with us, uh you've probably witnessed the uh, just how unbelievable this must feel to us. Two
0: weeks ago, literally two shows ago, I was quoted as saying, I don't want to make the playoffs. Yep. I would rather not because <laughs> I don't want don't and now, go
2: the wild card round. <laughs> boy, do
0: I look silly. Whoa. Because we have the Philadelphia Phillies in two games sweeping out the St. Louis, the NL Central winning. The NL Central Champions, St. Louis Cardinals. We sweep
1: them out in two games in their building. Mm. I just realized that uh yesterday's games eliminated all the animal related teams. There are oh. no animals allowed now. No animals. This is a animalist, the, the Rays, the Blue Jays.
2: Somebody and get the Peter, Cardinals we're anti-animal.
1: Stomped. See ya. <laughs> we're gonna get so many of those uh those Protests now, oh mm-hmm. boy! Yeah. I can't wait for our streakers to come. Yeah, exactly. Also, in tradition, I'm bringing up you know the 538 oh, probability. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. Uh, so, getting to the league championship, 35 percent chance with so, the Phillies. Here's Pretty the good.
0: thing: the Phillies, uh, by all accounts, limp into the playoffs. They they get in, um, and then you know they're the last team in, so they need to play the St. Louis Cardinals, who was the highest of the seeds that we're playing at uh, in the wild card round. Uh, and we go to St. Louis and we are met with Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan arenado like a pretty good baseball team mm. by by all accounts. Big names. Newt bar. Oh yeah. Lars Newt bar. Best in the,
2: name in baseball. That
0: is a good baseball name. The whole I don't think he's on my list. squad. And, what do we do? We just... We, we throw our boys out there. We we'll throw Zach Wheeler out. Six scoreless innings. We throw Aaron Noll out there. Six scoreless innings. We throw Zach Eflin out there. Two saves. Hmm. Gene Segura in his first playoff game in his nine-year career. Alec Boehm hitting 400. Alec Boehm hitting 400. Uh, we got a, a rookie shortstop out there making great defensive plays. I... I could go up and down the list. The only person who didn't deliver was Reese Hoskins, but he'll oh, have his time.
2: I know. I hope. Even an it's injured... It's going to be a Friday.
0: <laughs> a, an injured, dejected that he can't play right field, Bryce Harper, comes through with a huge home run. And I cannot tell you the magnitude of that home run because it took the crowd immediately in a game two winner go home uh, at the Cardinals stadium. It took the crowd out of it immediately. Mm-hmm. Took the, the wind out of their inning.
2: sails. And oh yes.
0: It, it turned out we only needed the two runs because Aaron Nola or yeah, Aaronola pitched fantastic yesterday. Um, but you can't say enough about that. You can't say enough about the bullpen because I don't know about you guys, but when Sir Anthony Dominguez walked to that guy uh and it was two on one out, mm-hmm. I had no chance. Yep. With yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado up, absolutely not. <laughs> I said, here we go. We're probably gonna go play game three now. But dang it if he didn't come through. And that was that's the story of the series, or was it? Because uh, as the broadcast and as social media would have you think, uh, this was not <laughs> the Phillies' first playoff series win uh, in freaking
2: 2010.
0: Yeah, twelve years. Uh, no, this was the farewell tour for three <laughs> baseball greats, uh, future Hall of Famers. I am so sick of hearing about Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina. And Adam Wainwright, I, I have seen more media coverage on them than I have of any athlete ever
1: in the last two days. Maybe they felt the uh, the well, they're both red teams. I was gonna say uh, maybe they felt the red storm brewing with the Phillies <laughs> coming in. They were just like quick, give them a little fanfare goodbye. But I don't know. I, I it is interesting. We can acknowledge
0: the greatness because yeah. I, they are they're future Hall of Fame players, um, and it's amazing what Albert Pujols was able to accomplish this year, getting to 700 at, at age 42, which is crazy. Um, but at the same time, we can acknowledge it at the start of the series without harping
1: on it. Every at bat, uh, every, was, I don't need uh, like, a rod giving me an Albert Pujols fact, every inning. Like, I, Oh my gosh, who cares? Also, why is a rod calling game? So that's bad. That leads me into this point, Genuinely which is bad. that the ESPN broadcasts
0: of, the MLB this year. I, I don't know if what team they had going, but we got both New York Yankees guys. We got Michael mm. Kay, who's the play-by-play guy for the Yankees, and Alex Rodriguez, former Yankee, who beat the Phillies in a World Series. So why did we get that team? Uh, and likewise, why does Alex Rodriguez have like hand responses for it for
1: everything like that tweet you said it sounds like someone wrote them for him I, he just mentioned like, golf clubs like nine times
0: you on would the, have like,
2: thought we were watching he golf like,
1: oh. he's like you know sometimes you don't bring
0: out the driver you got to bring out the seven iron or the pitching wedge or something. Uh, okay, give me a break buddy okay <laughs> this is this is baseball you can use a baseball reference uh instead
1: of Going to the allegory of the golf bag. The allegory of the golf bag. It's such an odd thing.
0: Well, for and freaking
2: Michael K couldn't say a name right for two days. He just couldn't say a name right.
0: Castellanos.
2: It was Castellanos. I
0: wish somebody would put together a <laughs> compilation of all of the times he had to say Nick Castellanos' name because it was Castellanos with the hard L. Yep. It was Castei. Llanos, it was like it, all, every Witcher. Oh my
1: gosh. You could tell he did not want to say. Do you think he was putting on like a fake Spanish accent to impress A Rod?
0: Well, <laughs> uh, let's talk about A uh, Rod because he was saying pujo without any L.
2: He was "puhos." Pujos. Who's
0: pujos? <laughs> Certainly Albert not the pujos. first baseman for the freaking <laughs> Cardinals, I'll tell you that much. Oh my God. But I did just check Evan. And contrary to what I believed, because I think part you're going to talk about, keep going, sorry. Part of what I was looking forward to was the nationally broadcast games. Check. I do look forward to that. I think there's a certain charm in having, you know, somebody like Alex Rodriguez, but not him because I don't really respect him all that much. But like somebody <laughs> like him calling a game. Um, the Joe Buck thing, the, you know, You get to the playoffs, you get a nationally broadcast game. It's like everybody, all eyes are on you. Um, That's part of what I was looking forward to. And when I saw those, we were on ESPN, I was like, where's the TBS game? Where's the the Fox Sports baseball games? Well, now, since we got through the wild card, ESPN had the rights to those games. Now it goes back to Fox Sports and TBS. Yeah. So it looks like we will be getting a fresh set of... Of people to make fun of. You're going to be on FS1. We will be on FS1. Fox Sports 1. Wow. Prime time. We were on ESPN2. We got yeah. bumped yesterday. Uh, a, a potential clinching game. I and, understand. And the
2: farewell tour.
0: I, I, I mean, listen. To give them their props, because I, I will. Um, both of their last at-bats were singles. So that's kind of yeah, cool. that's nice for them. Um. Their last game was a postseason loss to the Philadelphia Phillies, mm. and if that's not payback for what Ryan, what happened to Ryan Howard in the 2011 NLDS, I don't know what is, because that man tore his Achilles while Yachty Pujols, and the rest <laughs> were Yadi Pujols and the rest <laughs> were were celebrating it up, mucking it up on our field, but this time we got to do the same thing to their field. And end their careers, which was just beautiful. So now, poetic. Looking, looking forward, uh, we have a familiar foe approaches.
2: Familial, a familial foe.
0: How the baseball bracket works is it works as a true bracket. It's not like whoever the higher seed is gets the lower seed remaining. It's like like how football is kind of. Um, that's not how it is here. It's a true bracket. So the three seed, if they would have won, would have had the two seed. Well, now we get the two seed, which is the Atlanta Braves. So mm-hmm. a division foe, we have to go down to Atlanta now, starts on Tuesday. Ranger Suarez is on the mound. I, this is how it has to be. This is, what's his record? Who, Ranger Suarez? Yeah, against the – I couldn't I tell you off the top of my head. But what I could tell you is that I knew this was coming. At some point or another, we had to run into one of these two teams, whether it be the Mets, whether it be the Braves. Uh, And it could work out that we run into both, but that is to be seen. So, looking ahead, I'm praying that Fox Sports 1 doesn't give us the John Smoltz experience. Because John Smoltz if you know, he's a commentator for Fox Sports. He does baseball color, and he is a former Atlanta Brave. Great. So just please, God, don't give us the John Smoltz game. Please, please, Fox Sports. All Elsewhere right. in baseball, though, like Evan said, all the animals were eradicated from, <laughs> from the playoff field. All of the pests. Uh, oh. The Blue Jays, who were matched up against the Seattle Mariners, Like I said last week, Seattle Mariners also broke their playoff drought uh, by getting in. The Blue Jays blew an 8-1 lead in the sixth inning to lose and ice away their chance at an ALDS berth. Uh, So the Mariners roll through there. They will be playing the Houston Astros Mm -hmm. and the Cleveland Guardians in two games, scored four total runs. No, three total runs? I think One, they scored three. two, yeah. yeah. They scored three total runs and two wins against the Rays. Yep. So they will go play the Yankees, and hopefully they will definitely need more than three runs to beat the Yankees. I promise you. But that is what's going on there. And then the last wild card series that's yet to be decided, it'll be decided tonight, mm. will be the Mets playing the Padres. The Padres... Just teed off on Max Scherzer in Game One. That was a beautiful thing. Let's go Padres, man. You want like you you don't want the satisfaction
1: of I'd, maybe having to beat the Mets yourself. No, here's here's my thing is I, well my first thing is I always want the Mets to lose. So that's my default. But now that I think about it, like I was telling you yesterday, I kind of want the Mets to have to go to L.A. because then they have to fly back and forth. Not only does that tire out the Mets, but it also tires out the Dodgers. Hmm. So eventually if the Phillies were to make it past the Braves, then you have this old, tired team. Right. And- there,
0: There is some advantage to having some familiarity with who you're playing. That is true. You know, if the Phillies had to play the Dodgers, we only played them for two series all yep. year. The yep. Braves, we just played two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, the series didn't go well two weeks ago, but it's somebody we know, and, you know, I, I get it, a lot can change in baseball. There's momentum going on, all that kind of stuff. But, I, I mean... For the most part, it's a very similar team to who we just played. So that could play to our advantage. Likewise, it could play to the Braves' advantage. You know, they they kind of know us by now. Uh, there's no surprises. It's just kind of come down to who can execute baseball plays. So It's going to be a blood, sweat, and tears kind of series. Oh, my gosh. And here's what nobody prepared me for was the stress of watching playoff baseball again.
2: Oh my god. You forget what it's like. (laughs) No, truly. I said this last night. I the I cannot tell you the last time that I watched a Phillies game and had like real honest, like, oh my God, I can't watch this. Like game to game, sure. I get invested. I love uh, watching the Phillies play. I love that. But it I have never watched it in recent years of my life with any anticipation of like a playoff outcome. This is gonna mean something. Regular season games mean nothing to me. Watching, oh my god, these games this week has been horrible it's so stressful
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I mean luckily we get to watch more of it so we get to you know take more years off our lives but I like
2: it's great I hate the stress
0: and the the pit in your stomach that you're you get while watching this um, followed by the euphoria that was Edmundo Sosa capturing that last out last night was just uh, it's something that you can't describe and it's something I think that we've sorely missed because uh, I think a lot of people in the city are going to start falling in love with baseball again because of yeah. you know, and I was just I was just looking it up listen. for
1: a reference. The first these first wild card games viewership is up ten percent. Yeah, that is from Philadelphia alone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guarantee it. That's just from our community. I, I think, and
0: Ben Davis said this on the post game show, yeah. and I thought it was funny, but it was the first time in a while that I saw. You know, and maybe I just am, like, making a note of it in my head now, and that's why I'm noticing it more. But, like, people wearing Philly stuff, you know, you Philly's shirts and hats, um, all that kind of stuff. And it's just, like, the team's getting rallied around for the first time, like I said, in 10 years, uh, which is a awesome thing to watch. And I cannot wait to watch more of it. I'm nervous, but how many times have we said the bye is going to haunt you? It's true. You know, in football it, it we say it, it all haunted the time everyone last year. In football we say it all the time and, you know, sometimes like the Braves are going to get two home games to start the series, but what they're also going to get is a team that is fired up. They're probably hungover from all the tequila that they've been drinking. That's fine. They got 2 days to recover or they have yesterday and today to recover. Uh they're, you know, just fired up from an absolute shocker I, like nobody expected it you know oh yeah like most people expected the superstars of the Cardinals to just get it done even though the starting pitching was you know in favor of the Phillies mm-hmm. um, I think most people just thought yeah well the Cardinals will find a way to, to win that series so you're coming off an upset victory uh, and you're going to get a team that's coming in cold hasn't played in a week so
2: we're in a five game series now right mm-hmm. Five,
0: best of five okay Got to win three. Okay. It makes me a little nervous. Yeah. But, I mean, at the very least, and I hate to put it this way, but at the very least, Philadelphia will see one playoff game. Sure. So, I'll take it. I'll Mm. take it.
2: That was all we really asked for.
0: It was. It was actually exactly what we asked for. Yep. I just want one at the bank just to see it again the bank. But good luck getting tickets because they're already sold out. Yeah. After the break, we will talk a little bit about uh, Formula One and a little about the news with the basketball.
3: (laughs) Hey, sports fans. Are you sick of getting dogged by other sports books? Need something different and exciting to bet on? Well, introducing my vet bet the only sports book that doesn't monkey with your money with thousands of prop bets across all your favorite sports from horse racing to dog shows fishing and more you'll never run out of things to bet on and with our new ask a vet feature you can ask the advice of a real licensed veterinarian and what their thoughts are on the competitors so you can have the confidence that you're making a great bet every time my vet bet, where there is always a bonus for betting the underdog, we're offering hundred dollars in free bets with promo code neuter. Our betting is no bull, so join us at my vet bet and leave those other sports books to the wolves
2: Hut HUT! And now for your headline huddle. Warriors forward Draymond Green offered a public apology and announced that he will be stepping away from the team indefinitely after punching teammate Jordan Poole in a training camp practice this week. General manager Bob Myers said the organization is still evaluating disciplinary options for Green, but they do not expect that he will miss any regular season games as a result of the altercation. With four races still remaining this season, Max Verstappen has officially claimed his second F1 title at the Japanese Grand Prix this weekend. Only two other drivers have ever successfully clinched a title with four races remaining in a season. Michael Schumacher in 2001 and 2004, and Sebastian Vettel in 2011. And finally, Bill Belichick is up to his old tricks again. The Patriots have signed an offensive lineman to their practice squad from an unusual source, Uncle matty Pizza Restaurant in North Dakota. Pizza shop employee Sebastian Gutierrez had been picked up by the Broncos as an undrafted free agent in May, but was waived by the team in August before being signed by New England this week. Shop owner Lawson Leonard was elated to have an NFL player in their midst. Back to you, Evan and Silas.
1: That's kind of cool. He picked up for my pizza shop. I...
0: Like, what's... I, I, I don't know. Did he play football before? Are... Yeah,
2: he played in college. He has never
1: played
0: football before. He played
2: in college. He got picked up by the Broncos. Was waived. Got a job at this pizza shop because it was his favorite pizza place and he wanted to work there. <laughs> I, I mean... Wow.
0: Likewise, Lovable guy. I, I mean, there's so many people like that on the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. They, they bell go bell to the all ends tricks. of the earth to find people. Uh, and they just, they have great stories, all of them. So that's very cool. But before we get into anything else, Evan, you got to give me an F1 quarter.
3: Grosjean's out of this race. Kimi Räikkönen
2: is under pressure once again from Kriak. Kriat's going to have a go into turn one. Oh, dear.
3: Sebastian Vettel has been given a five-second time penalty. Gasly comes home to take second place.
1: All right, everyone. Circle those wagons. We're done. Season's over. Uh, with Max Verstappen's win early this morning that for whatever reason, I was up watching until three in the morning this morning. Uh, that's,
0: yeah, that shouldn't happen. You watched
1: it? Yeah, I like went to bed at watching had watched the beginning and I was just like couldn't fall asleep so I was like let me just put it on so I just watched it. Oh my god. It was really boring. What a boring way to win compared to last year. Did
0: they get all 50 laps in? 53 no, laps? No, they had
1: to go to a clock so they just oh. raced for an hour. Fun? Yeah. Uh, it was pouring rain in Japan. Uh started the race, bunch of kerfuffling happened on the first lap. Carlos Sainz goes out, Pierre Gasly gets hit with a sign. Did you see that? No. A sign flew off the wall that Carlos hit, and it got stuck
2: on
1: Pierre's car. Amazing. Um, But so Max had to win and get the fastest lap to win the championship. He did not get the fastest lap. That was nicked by uh, Joe from Alfa uh, Alfa Romeo. Um, However, (laughs) in the last lap, Charles Leclerc, you know, couldn't get out of his own way one last time. And cut a corner and got a five-second penalty, which dropped him down to third, which then gives Max the championship. So, like Sydney said, Max wins the championship and ties the record for most uh, earliest clinch with four races to go. Um, unless, 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 if you've been following anything in Formula One, they are now currently reviewing the financial accounts from last year. Because last year was the first time they incorporated a hard budget cap similar to the salary cap in football. So that cap includes all development costs, all travel costs, all engineering costs including the salaries of the engineers does not include stuff like driver's salaries or marketing material. Um, so because it was their first year they let teams get their accounts in order and send it into the FIA for review. Well, there's been rumors that two teams went over the budget cap. Oh. Aston Martin. Yeah. And Red Bull.
0: Interesting.
1: The current rumor is that Aston Martin went under 5%, which would constitute a minor infraction. Hmm. However, they're saying that Red Bull went over by $10 million, which is $2.5 million over the major threshold, Oh, which would result in possible... Disqualification from previous and current drivers and constructors championships, taking away points, taking away aerodynamic testing resources, yeah, all of these things, if they found out that they have infringed on this major uh, threshold. Now, can I ask, because
0: I think Max Verstappen has become somewhat of a superstar in the sport, uh, would they threaten doing this to one of their stars uh you know rather than just saying hey listen don't let it happen again
1: i don't know because the the biggest this would be the biggest scandal in formula one since mclaren got caught stealing information from Mm. ferrari oh in which the team was disqualified but the drivers were not disqualified gotcha because allegedly the drivers had nothing to do with it right but this is different because the driver is directly like mcLaren wasn't winning when that happened gotcha um
0: he's directly getting influenced and benefiting benefit from, from
1: them overspending and Lewis said like if hey if I we had an extra three hundred thousand dollars yeah not an extra. 10 million like red bull spent right we would have won the championship earlier we wouldn't have gone down to the last race last year right he's like we would have had a new floor we would have been done it would have been signed sealed delivered (laughs) so uh, that's pretty damn i don't know the thing that's making it even weirder is that these were supposed to be released in the first week of september gotcha and then there were discrepancies found and then like Mm. okay the first week of october and then they this said, is, okay, never mind. We're going to the 10th, which is tomorrow. Right. So by tomorrow, <coughs> we'll know what happened? Yes. I don't Ooh. know if we'll know the punishment or the outcome. But in all of this, now there's also lawsuits being thrown around between teams where oh boy. Mercedes is saying, "If hey, if they cheated, we're going to challenge the championship for last mm-hmm. year. Officially in the court. Wow. And then if it's proven that they were fine, Red Bull says, okay, we're going to sue all the other teams for def- defamation? defamation. Defamation. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Ferrari has said the same thing. They're like, well, if they're cheating, then they should lose. They should disqualify. disqualify.
2: What court would that go to? <laughs> uh,
1: international sporting court. That's not even a joke. <laughs> for real? No yes, way. There is an international sporting court. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's who was trying to decide last year when <laughs> the championship was tainted. Um,
2: the court of arbitration for sport.
1: There you go. What the hell? Hey, the NFL has never had to use that. <laughs> no, it has. Um, but. Yeah, well, it's just more asterisks on last year's championship.
0: When there already were, I mean, people, you know, the the, the way they decided how that last race was going to be run. Yeah,
1: And, and FIA has already recognized that it was run wrong. So right. there's already one. Right. Asterisk. There's already
0: one asterisk. Now there's going to be several. Yeah. Uh, 10 million of them yeah. to be exact. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, oh, man. I feel like every scandal you bring to us in
1: an F one corner is like, what this, the heck this is, is this, this is atypical. In this is atypical. In this, this concentrated of the density of uh, scandals is gotcha. is pretty atypical. Like I said, the last one was in like 2010, right? 2011. Um, so we haven't had so one. This in,
0: scandal was 12 uh, years in the making.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: So like the Phillies, the best ones run. usually are.
1: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But hey, last time the Phillies were in the playoffs, scandal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. It, so, yeah, we'll wait until tomorrow, and we'll see if this championship holds up. Uh, other big news from the Formula One world. Uh, Pierre Gasly, currently an AlphaTauri Alpha driver, moving to Alpine, so they will have an all-French team, French Formula One fans, rejoice. Um, you can hear him. They they're are. asleep. Uh, but uh, that's kind of cool for him, because I feel like he's been stuck in the Red Bull... Uh, machine for too long. He's been there for ten years. So wow. time for him to get out and go to a team that's possibly in shambles. So who knows? Shake it up. Uh, yeah, shake it up. And then uh oddly enough, lastly <laughs> lastly, ahead. Nick DeVries, who is a Mercedes junior driver, mm. is moving to the Red Bull junior team of Alfred Towery. Mm. That's a uh, weird. But I guess Mercedes has decided eh, he's not worth it. Yeah. He was supposed to be Lewis's replacement. Oh, and now they're just letting him let him walk. walk to another junior team, not to
0: like, you know, be his own driver somewhere else. But yeah. now you're going to be under Max, who's starting what looks to be a very
1: another run. Yeah, possibly. so like he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, but also Lewis said, hey, I'm probably gonna be driving for another five years. So maybe Nick DeVries was like, I want yeah, to get out of here. Yeah. But there's a spot open in Williams, but William the Williams car sucks, so maybe he doesn't want to go there. Yeah. But they might bring an American into the uh oh. to that spot in the Mercedes spot. Yeah, Logan Sargent. Wow, that would be nice. That's a great American driver name. <laughs> Logan Sargent. Put that on the poll. Is
0: Logan Sargent a quote great American driver
1: name? Yes or no? Yes or no? Definitely yes. <laughs> but uh that's all I got in the F1 corner. If anything interesting happens with this financial release tomorrow, uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, (laughs) stay tuned. Um, If not, I'll see you in March. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of crazy that that's how it's going to end.
0: If it ends that way, obviously we'll keep you updated. But if
1: Lewis wins a race, I'll be back. (laughs) I don't see that happening though. Fortunately, but the next race is in Austin, Texas. Austin, gonna be on American soil.
0: So we're—I mean—going into the American
1: race, it doesn't nothing matters. Correct. That's, That's absolutely. Now it's like the fight. The interesting fight is like, oh, can Mercedes pass Red Bull or ooh, right. who's gonna win fourth place between Alpine and McLaren? Oh, oh guys. wow! Get your popcorn ready. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, speaking of
0: popcorn and uh, things you want to watch, nice. Draymond Green punching a teammate in the face at practice. Did you see the TMZ video that was I did that was it.
1: released of yeah. the actual also, that guy practice. sold that video for two point one million dollars to TMZ, TMZ. You, you're getting fleeced, man. Really? For a fifteen second video, you paid two. That's more more money per second than like a freaking James Cameron movie.
0: I think that the people want to see what actually happened because. The Here's the thing: are hungry. We've seen punch. time in, time out that uh, you know a a altercation without video means significantly less than if we can see the altercation and what leads up to it. In this video, it looks like Draymond kind of gets in Jordan Poole's face, Jordan Poole pushes him away, and then Draymond comes back with the fury of his fists well, uh, vid- uh, right I mean, at Jordan Poole.
2: The video was huge because the initial reports were like, oh, Draymond Green uh, in trouble after making contact with Jordan yeah. Poole. And everyone was <laughs> like, what does that mean? That's yeah. like nothing. That's and like then you see the video and he's practice. like slugging on this guy. Uh, well,
0: yeah, just winding up, throws the punch, um, you know, and connects with Jordan Poole's face. Uh, I saw today that he he's going to take some time away from the team and and, and just is going to, I guess, serve his own punishment. I, I don't know. I, I don't know where you go on this because I've seen both sides of the coin. I've seen people say, oh, it's just basketball. Things get heated. You know, Draymond Green is that competitive person. Uh, you know, but likewise, I've seen you shouldn't be getting to the point with your teammates where you're trying to punch them. Do we know what the beef was about? Uh, no. No. But – From what, like, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson said in their press conferences directly after it, they said, you know, one thing you have to know about playing on the Warriors is Draymond Green's going to test you. And he's going to try and get under your skin. He Mm -hmm. does it to everybody. Um, And Jordan Poole, one of their young superstars, you know, not exempt from that same kind of testing, I guess. Um, But I, I don't know
2: there was uh, people were trying to make it seem like it was about contract arbitration and stuff. And it's nothing to do with any of that. It's just,
0: I, I, I genuinely think it was probably about basketball. Yeah. Um, Knowing Draymond, I don't think he's like mentally unstable in any way. No. I just think that he lets things, you know, c- kind of get too far sometimes. And, and this was an example of it. Um, But that situation brings up like, all right, what are the warriors going to do? I, I I don't know. It's, well Seems as though nothing is what they're gonna do. They're but. gonna do
2: nothing is yeah, that's pretty much exactly what they've said. And uh he said he's stepping away indefinitely, but that really only means until like next week was what it reads like. Yeah. 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 I mean it sounded big and you know, meaningful, but it's the a Warriors just days. won a
0: championship. They don't need to have yeah. you know, the most of But it reminds me of like kind of the Bulls, right? Like when mm-hmm. they were going on their run and and Dennis Rodman was out doing whatever the hell. But then when it came time to play, the crazy guy's gonna be there and the crazy guy's gonna yeah. do what he does.
1: And ironically, Steve Kerr against Jordan. I know. He mm-hmm. got shoved by Jordan and shoved him back.
0: And he got punched in the face by Jordan. Yeah. He was left with a black eye, and he said it shaped his career because he he realized in that moment, um, when he was punched by Michael Jordan that, you know, it was him testing him and that mm-hmm. he didn't back down and that gave him Jordan's respect for the rest of his career and it allowed him to trust him in big situations and playoff games and stuff like that so I don't know if that's what Draymond Green was looking to do but I feel bad that Steve Kerr had to be involved in both scenarios <laughs> this time as maybe the role of a Phil Steve Jackson Kerr thing. <laughs> maybe Poor it Steve is Kerr. Steve Kerr's causing beefs I, I, maybe that's I don't believe that <laughs> but the thing about it is like Draymond Green's important to this team don't get me wrong he's a foundation of what the Warriors have built Jordan Poole's more important
3: yeah. Jordan Poole is a At more important point.
0: player to the Warriors today than Draymond Green is. So the fact that, you know, Jordan Poole probably has a point shoving Draymond in the first place, Mm. uh, and obviously then comes the flying punch back. But uh, speaking of the NBA, we'll we'll stay here. Um, I have seen more talk about tanking than ever Mm. this week. Have you you guys been kind of seeing it? It all started because the number one projected number one overall pick, Victor Wombanyama, is, you know, playing. He's kind of showcasing against one of the G – it's the NBA Ignite team. It's like the kids that didn't go to college because they want to get paid, but then they showcase their talent to get drafted. It's a showcase team. Yeah. So he was on display. Uh, This kid's a freak. Like good, he is or seven. He's weird, he is seven foot four and handles the ball like Luka Doncic. I
2: don't know. He is,
0: he's a seven four Frenchman. And when I say seven four, you, th- I'm sure you're thinking, okay, Taco Fall, Yao Ming. This guy is more solid than all of those people. He's not the seven foot that Kevin Durant is, which is stretched out until his bones are like tiny. Chet Holmgren like seven foot. No, this guy is big and solid. Um, there was a scary moment where he and the projected number two overall pick in the draft, uh, Scoot Henderson kind of knocked knees. Excuse me. What's his name? Scoot Henderson. Henderson.
1: Mm-hmm. That's an awesome name.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Better name, Scoot Henderson or the name of that guy who
1: uh, Logan Sargent,
0: Logan Sargent.
1: <laughs> Better name. <laughs> Which one?
0: I'm pretty uh, sure there's three feet between the other heights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And anyway, there was a moment where they knocked knees and it was like, Oh, is this it? Is this the Chet Holmgren foot situation where we're all waiting for it? No, this guy just uh, brushed it off, keeps going. Uh, he's unbelievable. He blocks shots. Uh, he's bringing the ball up as a seven foot guard. I, I. He is somebody to tank for. And we're hearing rumblings of the NBA, at least the bottom feeders of the NBA, um, are talking about all right maybe this is the season to tank for however there's no guarantee since they restructured the lottery the bottom three teams all get the same chance at that first overall mm-hmm. pick um but one of the teams that you know could be teetering on maybe being in the bottom three maybe not uh the oklahoma city thunder mm-hmm. they have the draft capital to potentially trade for it no matter where they end up in the draft jeez
1: i'm watching highlights
0: Man. What are your what are your initial thoughts, Evan?
1: His vertical, not only because he's so freaking tall, but his actual, like, jump is insane. And his arm... Okay. So he he can shoot over anybody.
0: Plus a four-foot arm. Plus, he can jump. A yes. six-foot
1: jump, pretty much. I, Jeez.
0: And he can shoot. I just... I mean, he was taking step-back threes.
1: He was, yep. you know, dribbling. Watch what I'm doing right now? Yeah. it's He's crazy. I just... Uh, This is the stereotypical thing of every tall player is like, what's his durability like? Because he's not being tested for what we said before. Right. LeBron James is going to (laughs) be charging at you. Yeah. Are you going to survive? Yes or no? Joel Embiid is going to be dunking over you. Are you going to survive? Yes or no? Yeah. Giannis is going to be there. Like geez, nice alley oop, man. That's pretty good. (laughs) He, uh, He is great. So what's the Spurs plan to get him? So the Spurs' <laughs> plan is basically
0: to have everyone in their organization on the same page. Okay, we're not going anywhere this year. We're trying to get this guy. Uh, but like I said, the lottery is kind of fixed. It used to be if you have the worst record, you have 25% chance, one in four, of getting that one number one pick. Uh, and then everyone has less mm-hmm. than that. But now it's everybody has, I think, 14%. The bottom mm-hmm. three teams have 14% and then obviously going down from there. So. It'll be interesting to see who goes with us because I think it's pretty widely accepted that uh, everyone wants this guy to be in San Antonio, but
1: likewise, the Oklahoma City Thunder won him. And, you know. The- can you say no in basketball contracts like you can in NFL draft contracts? <laughs> um, I think you can. I'm sure you can just say, no, I'd rather
0: go be a plumber or something, but like. I'd rather go work at a pizza shop? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go work at a pizza shop, like the Patriots offensive lineman. But uh, I couldn't imagine, you know, if the Pistons were to get him or something like that. Mm. But
1: anyway. He he looks like a great prospect. I will say that. I, I mean, just worry about his durability.
0: I know we say we said this with like Zion Williamson. We said it with Chet Holmgren. We've said it with all these guys uh, that it's like it's the best recruit since LeBron. It's the best you know prospect since LeBron. This guy quite literally is the best thing I've seen since LeBron. Like mm-hmm. he is better than
1: Zion Williamson. They said Zion the Williamson's a short and stout compared to this guy. You know who the last next coming of LeBron was? Who? Ben Simmons. Oh, see? So be yeah. The prince. Careful people. Exactly. Yeah. I remember those those comparisons. Uh, And that didn't pan out. So. At all. <laughs> did you see? Did you watch any of that uh, Nets game when I he saw made his that, debut? I saw that Ben had like two points. Yeah. And he was like one for six shooting. He took a turnaround jumper. Did you see that? Did he make it? No, absolutely not. Did he, he just get
0: off the side was of the only points that dunk? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, he bricked it off the side of the backboard. But you know what? That's he's amazing. shooting again. So thank goodness Ben Simmons is okay. <laughs> he's okay. Gonna he's gonna thrive. Kyrie Irving gave him that gave him that assist Give for the, the dunk, for? Uh, and he also gave him a pass for that turnaround jumper. <laughs> he like shook his head. It was very funny.
1: Oh, he's two for three, four points, the plus minus of negative eighteen. Oh, not bad. Ten rebounds Holy though. Chance. Got a rack those up nine of which were defensive rebounds.
0: picked up right where he left off <laughs> like he never left guys
1: yeah one steal six turnovers oh my gosh
0: uh, after the break we will get into the wheel and our picks as we always do uh, but before we do that we have a double segment what
1: we are living in the 21st century technology is progressing faster than any of us could have ever imagined so why are we still using the same light bulbs we did in the old days to light our homes at forever bulb we've created a brand new bulb that will not only last forever it'll never lose its brilliance it will always light the room whenever you need it engineered to last for years and years the forever bulb is the last light bulb you will ever need to buy guaranteed The secret is the carbon nanostructure filament modeled off of some of the world's best, longest-lasting light bulbs. Pre-order Forever Bulb now at our website at www.foreverbulb.com. That's www.foreverbulb.com. Forever Bulb, the bulb that'll last, well, forever.
0: So what do you want to do first, guys? Do you want to do wheel first? Do you want to do No, I think you're... Uh... Let's get streaky with it. (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! The fans are all in it. Getting streaky with
3: it. Getting streaky
0: with it.
3: Getting streaky with it. Getting streaky with it.
0: So, I don't know if you guys watched last week's Monday Night Football game. Uh, Who did, was it? It was the Rams against the 49ers.
1: Oh, stinker.
0: So, no. So, that's a no from Evan. Sydney, did you watch any of it?
2: Uh, yes, I believe I did watch a little bit of it.
0: Okay. So, another game where Matt Stafford looked lost. Uh, another game where the Rams look like there's some sort of Super Bowl hangover going on. Um. But as we mentioned before in the show, uh, we had a streaker on the field. Uh, In the midway through the game, we had a streaker come on with one of those, what I can only describe to you as a gender reveal, like smoke bomb flare thing. Yeah. Uh, So spewing out pink smoke. And he's, you know, running the length of the field. And it looked like security was a little slow to react as... Most of these places are.
2: Well, security was on the field with him, but a guy definitely tore some kind of ligament in his knee up in Oof. the early dash. Yeah. yeah.
0: that was not great. It was uh, tough. That looked tough. <laughs> yeah, that was. That never a good look for the security department when uh, when somebody goes down like that. But so okay, this guy's getting away. He's, you know, running up and down the sidelines, up and down the field with this pink flare. And one linebacker for the for the Rams, Bobby Wagner. Figured, all right, I got to put a stop to this because clearly nobody's going to intervene unless, you know, something happens. So he comes off the sideline and absolutely forearm shivers this guy onto the ground uh, A bone crushing hit. See, I didn't think the hit was that bad. It was rough. You know what it was? Bobby Wagner
1: didn't even move. He just stepped in this in like in front of him. I didn't think it was that bad. When one person's wearing full
0: football pads and is paid to hit professional athletes, uh, and then that same person in football pads hits a non-professional athlete with no football pads, Uh, it looks bone-jarring.
2: It was bone-jarring. I'm sure of it. There's no way that you're prepared for how hard that hit's going (laughs) to hit you. There's just no way.
0: Uh, And I guess... What happens then is that bone-jarring hit, uh, I guess, was with the streaker all the way to the jail and now uh, the, you know, courthouse because he's now suing Bobby Wagner uh, for that hit. The official word was he filed a police report and there's an ongoing investigation that they can't give too many details into, but they're investigating it.
2: I think my eyes are going to roll out of my head first of all. Second of all, I'm almost certain that you sign away like any right to be able to go after a player like that by entering a game. Like I think the liability I
0: mean, But I mean, do you though? Cuz like if one of the security guards had had done something to like physically assault this perpetrator, uh would we not be calling for that person to be accounted for like ac- held accountable?
1: Well, it, I,
2: he. I understand. He didn't physically assault him. He stopped him. Like the guy was streaking. It's not a.
1: He also was don't posing get me wrong, a I'm all threat. For streakers, but. Like, like doesn't Bobby Wagner get protections because this guy could have had a bomb or so, something? Uh, like
0: that's actually what Bobby Wagner said was he. You know, and he gave an interesting perspective, which I've never really thought about with streakers. Is that you never know what that person is. You, you don't know if it's the guy who's filming a TikTok. You don't no, know if right. it's the guy protesting animal rights, you don't know if it's a guy about to blow up the stadium. Yeah. Um so when that happens, the players and coaches kind of retreat into this, you know, form of, "Oh, I'm you know, not scared, but I don't know what's going on right now." Uh and this could be just the sign of something bigger that's about to happen. Yeah. Uh and he's like, "I just wanted that to to be gone for." He's like, "No teammate of mine, no you know, player, coach, whatever, should feel unsafe, so I wanted to get this guy off as fast as possible. So in that vein, I think you're correct. that,
1: And I think that you know, will hold up in court. Well, let's take it to <laughs> sport court.
0: All rise. The Honorable R.S. Waterboy presiding. So, Evan, when you mentioned the sport court earlier in mm. your F1 corner, I was like, wow, what an apt thing sport because court. we're going to be hitting sport court later in the show. But, uh, yeah, so what do we think? Judge? Do you think there's – a uh, Judge, jury, executioner? Uh, do you think there's any sort of uh, argument to be
1: had here? Or do you think this streaker has just given I, up their – I don't think – like. He's also trespassing like immediately when you run onto the field you you become a criminal for trespass. But do criminals not deserve the same protections if they're posing a threat to the people that they're trespassing. I'm not a lawyer by the way. <laughs> I have is... not read the book. <laughs> I don't know the book. This is my just my take Um, I don't know if you walked into someone's house yes. would well, they not have the right to fight you back uh, no, they would. They would. Um, I know it's not Bobby Wagner's house, but <laughs> let's say someone trespassed in your house and you have a party. Yeah. And one of your guests takes help. them out. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa.
0: Well, I don't know. I, I think just a, it's I'm not a defending a streaker by any with by tens any means. of thousands I, of I am definitely on the, the part of, bro, you went out and you, you know, put yourself out there in harm's way, basically. And then harm was given to you, and now you want some monetary I gain. Yeah. I guess
2: I don't understand what difference it makes if it's a player versus a security guard stopping you. Either way, you're going to get stopped. You're just pissed that you're embarrassed because you got decked by a football player. Right, so, basically.
1: I think there are legal I, protections for security officers, and that's what the gray area is.
2: I, I'm sure that's the case, but. Like, yeah,
1: I'm sure. Yeah. It's like by any means
0: necessary. Like, I'm sure that guy. Who streaked at the Phillies game? Who got tased? Like I'm sure he did some sort of, you know, was that justified? And they're like, yes, because you know they have the taser for the reason of if somebody were to do this, they're allowed to use it. But Bobby Wagner doesn't have those football pads on to hit civilians. True, he has those football pads on to hit other. the civilians by hitting other football players. So I,
2: civilians? He's not
0: like <laughs> okay. he is a civilian <laughs> until he makes contact with the field and then he becomes a trespasser and a criminal.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I meant Bobby Wagner is a civilian. Oh, well, I guess he is. Also, but. it's not blind to me about how bad a smoke flare is to birds. Yes, are they completely blind about that? Also, I want to cho- shoot his shoes checked for leather. I want his wa- wallet <laughs> checked like if he's wearing anything. For
0: what? What?
2: Oh. animal products. Oh. You can't
1: streak for an animal rights thing and then show up with a flare yeah. poisoning birds like I mean come on man.
2: This is a whole crock in my opinion. This is a crock. You All don't right. get to go after There's them.
1: There's no charges so, levied. It's just a police report, so it's probably going to get thrown out. So can we out. say case dismissed? Yes.
0: All right, case dismissed. Uh the next next up in the sport court Oh, wow. There's, uh, there's more cases today? I oh, I wasn't ready for that. There's plenty of cases. Right. Settle in, jury. We got <laughs> we got a lot to decide. The Patriots were just sued because a man had donated an American flag signed by Tom Brady to the Patriots Hall of Fame to be shown and, and displayed there. Uh, the man got the American flag back, uh, was not happy with the condition that said flag was in, And
1: now he is suing
0: the New England Patriots.
1: I need to see what type of damage this is.
0: Does, well, I guess the question becomes when he relinquishes the flag and donates it to the New England Patriots, I mean, is he then protected by what happens? Or if you donate, like if I donate something to Evan Mm. and Evan destroys it, do I have the right to sue Evan for destroying something that I donated. If I'm donating it, it's not mine anymore.
2: Right. He donated it or he loaned it to them for display. Yeah. That's what I'm not sure about.
1: I guess he loaned it to them.
2: Well, uh. in that case, then you're probably uh
1: Alright. I'm looking at the damage. Oh, okay. The signature has faded. The most valuable thing on that piece of cloth is faded. Significantly faded. So if that's the only damage, kick rocks, buddy. I don't that's the most valuable thing. I would that's what I would be upset about. If it had like a rip in it or anything, I could care less. I I don't I don't know. I'm with him on this. I'm no, I, I'm not. ruling in in favor.
2: For what? How are of the oh, owner
0: I'm of sorry. The flag. Because you gave Tom Brady a bad sharpie, now the Patriots are going to have to it pay was, for well, fine before
2: uh, well, but you have no idea what it would have looked like had it been stored at his house right or wherever there. he was going to have no it. It's entirely group. possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible. It would have looked exactly like Why this. did he have
1: Tom Brady sign it in an Expo marker? Well, I, like, also, it was signed in 2001, and it was fine. So it survived 21 years completely fine, and now it's been gone for a one, two years, and it's faded. I mean, listen to this. Daniel
0: Vital, 42. Hmm bought the flag in 2020 as an investment and now he's upset
1: because ridiculous i don't know i would be upset i mean you love it would you be upset if your car had a big scratch in it after you just had it uh you gave it to him completely fine
0: I mean, it's not like the Patriots couldn't just easily get Tom Brady to sign another thing for this guy. Um, But it's the principle of, dude, you loaned it to us. We displayed it. It's not like we were washing the flag every day. They might have.
2: No, this says that was the. uh, There was a significant gap in the glass directly in front of the flag through which unfiltered light and heat could pass, which caused the damage he's alleging
0: okay bill not a science guy give me a break and uh, maybe i'm on this side because it's my team and you know this seems like a very petty thing to sue over but come this on it's
1: not petty it's a million dollar item what i th- i think it's kind of petty you can still see the signature it's, it's yeah but quality of the signature matters a lot it's not on the a value million
2: dollar item
1: it's a multi-thousand dollar item no. is it a multi-thousand dollar item yesterday <sighs> Is it's it more flag- than it's worth more than a thousand dollars? I mean, it's a
0: flag with a smudge on it. So
1: no smudge from some random guy. Yeah, yeah you- I don't know. I would be upset. That's if an artist had given an art piece to an art museum and it came back faded, that would be because that's essentially what he did. Yeah, I guess it is. But If
2: you're not willing to accept the risk of something happened, like happening to it, don't let it out of your sight. Here's, like, here's the f- I here's don't, I think do also don't, my... I just
1: don't agree with that cuz it is it you're loaning it to a person whose job it is to keep sports memorabilia in great condition. Correct. And they did not do that.
0: Well, uh, here's, here's yes, the sir, other no? thing is he bought it as an investment. Uh do investments not go south sometimes? Yep. This is one example. Though.
1: Yeah, but it's if you bought a car and took it to a mechanic and he deli- and like destroyed it under negligence, that's his fault. Or is that your fault? Oh, you should have not taken to the mechanic. Yeah, sorry. no.
0: I, well, <laughs> kind of the latter, I think. I don't think so. Especially if it's a car that you intend to keep for you know, as soon as you let it pass through other hands. And I feel bad because this guy's a Patriots fan and it's now caused a riff in his fandom, I'm sure, where he's like Oh, I love you know Mac Jones of the Patriots, but I can't stand Robert Kraft and the Kraft Group or you know whatever. But um, so what do we what do we what are we saying here? His fault, Patriots' fault, Patriots' fault. That's where I'm. I think landing. out of the kindness, uh, th- I think the Patriots should at least give him some replacement, uh, whether it's a Tom Brady signed football or a Tom Brady signed flag. If he really is in love with flags, um, we could do that for him. But I, I think. Overall, don't let it out of your possession, if not okay to to ruin it. What do you think? Sydney?
2: I concur. I mean, that's my whole point. All right.
0: Case dismissed. Let's spin the wheel. Evan, Hmm. we're not
1: streaking this week. No streaks. So what are we picking for the wheel? Let's go uh, National Parks. It's fall. The leaves are turning. The parks are probably looking beautiful. Um, And then let's do uh, Boys and Girls Club, both blue spaces. Mm, Children's Miracle Network gets the donation. Not even close to either of my picks. <laughs> as Not far away as possible, actually. What color is it? Orange, oh. which is 90 degrees from both blues. Yes, it is. It's
0: the exact opposite, isn't
1: it? Right? Orange and blue
0: are are opposites? I
1: think so. I don't remember. You remember yes.
0: color theory? Remember guys? Yeah, color theory class we took.
1: Pantones. <laughs> uh going moving on.
0: Evan, yes. We have to hear about the bet you finally paid up on. Mm. Um last night, post Phillies euphoria of getting into the NLDS, um you had collected all of the ingredients. Yes. For the uh, what do you the vending machine on monstrosity that was yeah that's punishment good. Vending the vending
2: machine monstrosity is good.
0: So the Seattle Storm lost to the Vegas Aces, so that meant Evan had to mix all of our vending machine drinks into one beverage and hmm. and drink that. So. Uh, Evan, I will let you take the floor
1: because obviously yeah. you'd be the expert here. Reminder, this is two types of Gatorade. Propel, Coca-Cola, Seltzer, Orange Juice, Natty Light, Tequila, Vodka, Milk, Whole Milk, and Coffee. Um, Sounds Mixed great. together <laughs> into a slurry of brown. Um, oh, slurry. Slurry. <laughs> we did one shot of everything that's a fair a fair shake on everything um my biggest concern was that milk and coke react and cause coke to or milk to curdle turn to little cheese curds
0: and you know what's funny we looked it up because we were like oh well certainly it's gotta Not, sit for a while yeah. right no instant instantly online it says it coke if poured into milk will
1: instantaneously curdle it so that's what we were dealing with. Um, so I had these two yes. load up a, a Philly souvenir cup with these beverages, with the milk going in last, of course. Which ended up being a good thing? I think so. I think I was able to get it th- get through with it without too many curdles. Um, oh. But uh, I would say the overwhelming taste was coffee and Gatorade. You figure three things were pretty much Gatorade. Propel and the two Gatorades. Right. Um, But it was not good. (laughs) And I will admit that while I was watching Formula One up until three in the morning, I was feeling a little queasy-ish. Ill.
0: Um, What kind of flavor? Because when I smelled it, it it was
1: overwhelmingly sweet. Really? Extremely sweet. Okay. It was almost like, here's...
0: Well, I guess Coke and then Have you had a root beer float
1: or Coke float? Yeah, absolutely. It was like that consistency where the ice cream's in there. Oh, yeah.
2: It's the sweet cream and the milk from the... uh, Because you didn't just get like a coffee. You got a nitro cold brew with sweet cream.
0: I... Was too lazy. So that's I, oh, I know it wasn't We had the it. Coke, which saying. was sweet. Yeah. We had the Gatorades and the Propel, which were sweet. We had orange juice, which was
1: sweet.
2: You got away with no pulp too. That was lucky.
1: Oh, I should have gotten man. pulp. I actually like pulp better. No.
0: Ew! Oh
2: no. my god, you wouldn't have been able to distinguish pulp from curdle. Pulp from curdle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
1: but that sounds overall, like a saying.
0: Recommend or not recommend? No,
1: absolutely not. Do not do this. Okay. It is also like the the like neutral color of brown. Yeah.
0: I, can we post the picture of? Yeah of the, the Brown? slurry that, that Evan's describing. Yeah. Um, so you can see it on our social media. It was uh, not... It did not smell good. I, oh, I mean, God. I akin it to what vomit smells like. I
1: didn't That's
0: think it, it looked smelled like that too. bad.
1: It did look like that, yes. It did. But um, if I just did not think about what it was, just think of it as like a sweet, creamy beverage. Ew. Uh, it was no big deal. But the last few sips, yeah, had they were- particulates... <laughs> <laughs> I was not happy with those.
2: Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yep, yep. I, I'm going to retch. I,
0: well, when <laughs> we were mixing it, I was, I was also a little like, ew, well, like the first five were like
1: fruits, fruit yeah. flavored things. Oh, was yeah. not that bad.
0: Well, and and you threw, it was like Gatorade, tequila, vodka, uh, you know, seltzer, propel. I'm like, Nattie okay, Light. this is something I'd still drink. Like not bad. And then Natty Light went in,
1: uh, Coke, Orange juice.
0: I think it
2: was Natty and Gatorade were the first two because you were like, yeah. all right, so far I could still drink this. Yeah. I'm like, okay. got the
1: dehydrator and the hydrator. Ugh, disgusting.
0: Disgusting.
1: Yeah, but I would not recommend it. Please do not do this at home. Or do it and send us pictures.
0: But he lived to tell the tale, so. Yeah. Let's get into the pics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's do that. So, so far this, this year... Your Silas sitting at a three and one record. Oh, man. Evan at my, a two and two.
1: Okay, I'll take that.
0: And Sydney is at a hot one and three. Okay. Not at the bottom. Uh this week's games, I have Houston covering eight and a half against Jacksonville. Evan has Detroit covering three and a half against my New England Patriots. Uh that's a loss, buddy. And Sydney has Baltimore covering three and a half on Sunday night football against the Bengals. But we will pick games for next week, so
1: that you can prepare mm-hmm. week six, Evan, who are you going with? I'm taking Jacksonville plus the points two and a half to Indianapolis. Cause Indianapolis, if I've known anything watching that Thursday night game, anemic offense, bad defense, except for Stephon Gilmore.
0: I cannot believe how much Amazon paid for that. Those Thursday night.
2: Games. We didn't talk about that.
0: No, we didn't. We also didn't talk about how Russell Wilson is all of a sudden injured.
1: Um, All of a sudden, injured. In <laughs>
2: quotes, <laughs> is it partially Broncos torn. Broncos, let's
0: ride. Broncos, to the hospital. Let's, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, partially torn
2: right lat. Right I believe. lat.
1: Yeah, which that's a fake injury.
0: Well, I mean, it's a throwing <laughs> shoulder, so I mm-hmm. mean that would make sense. But uh, yeah, maybe that sheds
1: a little light on why he looks so uncooked. Yeah, I just, maybe. Just want to <laughs> maybe. I, I think Indianapolis is yearning for Carson Wentz. <laughs> you think Matty has thrown seven picks Carson did that all season last year correct yes that is that is true he's right about that but the Washington commanders also stink so correct yeah it's kind of a lose-lose and the Falcons <laughs> stink so like well everybody stinks the
0: NFL sucks this year but that's okay uh, <laughs> <The Sydney>. Eagles <laughs> who do you have this week
2: uh, for week six, I am taking the 49ers minus five and a half against the Falcons.
0: At this point in the season, you could look at what has Sydney has done so far and,
2: and say don't do and
0: just say, take Atlanta plus the points yeah, instead.
2: That's pretty safe,
0: but it's a pretty big spread. Just but... saying. Uh, and then I am going to be taking Baltimore. They were playing the giants in week six. Uh, they've got to win that game by more than a field goal. They just have to.
2: The giants are up. Right now, by the way, 27 to 20. What?
0: Wow. What yep, a turnaround. With
2: 530 in the fourth.
0: What a turnaround. Maybe they're not frauds, Evan. S-
1: I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I hope not. <laughs> you. Someone's got to be 3 confident. and 2 in this game. so Somebody's got to get to 3 2. hoping it. it's the Giants.
0: Well, I as much as I don't like now, I'll cheer for the Packers, I guess. Go Packers. Womp. Go, go Pack go. Womp. Yeah, but seriously, let's talk about Thursday night football because yeah, they paid thirteen billion dollars for eleven years of this. Uh which comes 11 out eleven years? I thought it was only eight years. No, it's Damn. eleven years. Hold on. Which let's comes get
2: the, let's get the uh the numbers here.
0: Which comes out to one point one eight billion dollars per year. There's only fifteen Thursday night games a year, so it comes out to just being like seventy eight million. Just game. a mere 78 million per 78
2: game. $78 million a game just for the rights to broadcast the game. Forget everything else. Yeah.
0: Forget Kirk Herbstreit Street and, and Al Michaels' salaries as, as the play by play people. Uh no. So $78 million to broadcast the monstrosity that was Broncos Colts. And pretty much every Thursday night game we've seen so far. Yeah, they've been <laughs> they, it's been a
1: string of bad.
0: They've just been disappointing and it's clear that the teams don't have the time to prepare. Uh, you know, coming off of a Sunday, having to practice again Monday, Tuesday to quick get ready for Wednesday and then finally the Thursday night game. So I don't know. Do you think Thursday night football lasts all 11 years?
1: I don't know. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I 13 think it lasts. It's a billion dollars. It's Amazon. They oh, I'm not saying.
0: I'm saying, do you think the NFL steps in and says, hey, listen, so far this year we've had. Russell Wilson play with a torn lat, and we've had uh, Tua Tungvailoa absolutely. And Hines. Embarrassed. Oh, yeah. And Naheem Hines have horrible concussions live on Amazon Prime. So, I mean, do they step in and say, listen, Thursday night football is not safe for our players?
2: Right. And move it to like. Friday? Right.
0: Saturday? Saturday? Right.
1: I wouldn't mind a Saturday Saturday night football or even Friday night football. That sounds awesome. Exactly. What do you do in NFL? Well,
0: Friday night football usually belongs to the high the school high schools. Saturday night football usually belongs to the college colleges, so they're they're kind of hedging it, but I'll tell you if the NFL had a Saturday night showcase going up against the Alabama whatever game, I'd uh, watch the NFL. Certainly. I, I think you'd see a lot of people watching that instead.
2: That's why it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the NFL... Because they got their toes
1: everywhere. But. Yep. I just don't like their... Who do the Eagles play at Thursday Night Football? <laughs> I need to know. Couldn't tell you.
0: I, I I wish we never had to play Thursday Night Football.
2: Yeah, it would be great.
0: Um, Because in terms of... I mean, take uh, the players' health and preparation out of it. Uh, fantasy football owners, like... You get people that like don't realize they have somebody playing on Thursday that was actually out. Hey, and, that's
2: me. You know what I
0: mean? Like the, it happens and sucks. So I, I think it would just be better to just say, "Hey, listen, you can keep the thirteen billion dollars or whatever Amazon." But I know the NFL won't do that. Yeah, they want that money.
1: Uh, November third against the Texans in Texas. In Houston, you don't need
0: much. Well, I was gonna say you don't need much preparation to beat the Texans, but. Maybe
2: you uh, are uh, riding that Texans. Night. I am
0: riding the Texans today. So maybe I should just zip it up. Mm-hmm. But Anyway, uh, that is all we have for episode 78. So if you have priceless merchandise, don't give don't it don't to the Patriots. Give it to a museum. The Redshirt Shirt Waterboys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media, on Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod, on Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys, or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com.